Where, uh, Where is I, it? I just forgot the name of that show. Which one? The one with Paris Hilton. Um, what was that show called? Same thing with Kim Kardashian. Really? Yeah. Huh. I mean, monetize it. Monetize it. Yeah. <laughs> what is that song? Legalize it. <laughs> <laughs> it's what every YouTuber does. Uh-huh. Monetize it. What's going on? What's going on Hi, my name is Brendan Bigley. Hi, my name is Andrea Caperti. Welcome to No Script at All. It is a podcast about Terrace House. It is a Netflix show. Yeah, a podcast is free audio that you can download via mm-hmm. MP3 using various applications on your iOS or Android device. <laughs> this episode of Terrace House is called The Reason She Cried. It is the fourth oh. episode of Opening New Doors. Uh, do you have any any gut check reactions to this episode before we dive into it? Someone cries in it. Someone does cry. Who could it be? Who is the she we're referring to? Is it Trindle? Is it Baba? Is it you? It ain't me. It ain't me. It ain't me. Should we just dive in? Let's dive in. Let's do it. The show opens with Taka and Tsubasa playing catch. So cute. It is really cute. It's a very nice scene. It's very cute. Did you have an inkling that this could become a relationship during this scene? Yes or no? Yes. Me too. It was like, oh yeah, this this could make sense. But then it was kind of more like, uh, they're buds. Yeah, but I mean like, but it was also like they... They had very good chemistry. So yeah. if, if anything, it's just a very good friendship. Also very playing catch, which is just very cute. Yeah. And Tsubasa is very good at catch. She is very good at catch. They they mentioned, I think, in the panel how good her form is, right? Yeah. There's also a, a good moment later in the episode when Ami, I think, gets jealous that this happened and, and throws shade. Uh, and I know, I'll, I'll get is, to that later. Which is crazy. Um, yeah. Because it's a very good line. Anyway, so... Taka's um, a popular man. Taka, the popular man. Uh, so... They have a conversation just about like how they got started doing the things that they do. Subasa talks about how she first moved to Kurizawa when she was in third grade. And the first friend that she made when she moved there uh, was a person that played hockey. And she said, quote, it felt like destiny. And she loved it. So cute. She's been doing it ever since, which is awesome. Um, and then she asks Taka kind of a, a heavy, heavier question, I guess, because she's the one that brought destiny into this. But she goes, did you feel destined to snowboard? Like, oh, man. <sighs> Damn. Did I have a religious epiphany on a mountain somewhere? Like, probably not. But Taka says, uh, I couldn't stop. And that's kind of it. And he's like, yeah, do you feel like you can find love here? And uh, she says, I don't know yet. You know, she's like, it's early. I, I am just starting to get to know people. Yeah, I just got here, man. Calm down. It's like the fourth episode. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if she was like, calm down, man. It's the fourth episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And like to her credit, I mean, she is in the house less than anyone else. You know, so yeah. I'm not super surprised that she hasn't like, I don't know, jumped in with both feet first, you know? Yeah, that is true. And uh, she asks Taka the same question. And he he basically says the same thing. He says, quote, I'm still exploring. I have to interview everyone, uh, which then makes you wonder, was this an interview? Dun, dun, dun. dun da, da. So after that, we cut to an Italian restaurant uh, where Yudai and Xian walk in. Apparently, Yudai uh, wants to have an interview. He wants to interview for a job there, but he is wearing tinted blue sunglasses. Can't do that. And a hoodie. Like a like you a. can't. 
kind of gross hoodie. First of all, if you wear your sunglasses inside, you're chaotic evil and I don't trust you. <laughs> Especially if you're tinted. 100% if you're Oakley's, you are a boss that I need to defeat. Yeah. Here's a question. If they're Oakley regular glasses, good or bad? Are there Oakley's that are not tinted? Let me tell you. Andrea, there is a person in this very episode of Tara's House who wears Oakley regular prescription glasses. What? I yes. did not know that. Yes. So that's that's probably like neutral evil. Mm. I think the tint makes it chaotic. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Here's one thing, too. If you wear the tinted Oakleys, but you put them behind your head, because that's the thing that I see a lot of people in Texas do. Yeah, that does feel like something a lot of people in Texas would do. Yeah, that's lawful evil. Uh-huh. Those are the three. Those are the three you need to know. Okay. Mm-hmm. We should, I want to fill out the rest of that chart at some point. Uh, if you out there are listening, maybe you want to take a crack at it. Fill in that chart. Where's Guy Fieri land? Guy Fieri is true neutral. He's true neutral. Okay. I think he's true neutral because it's the, it's the frosted tips. What if you don't wear glasses? Are you allowed on the chart or are you not on the chart? I think if you don't wear glasses, it's more like the glasses that your soul wears, you know? Mm, the glasses like, of the heart. Yeah. Yeah. The glasses of the heart. My favorite Miyazaki movie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you have to meditate, like get into your center. And then like <laughs> the first glasses that you see, those are your soul glasses. Yeah. The the fifth time Warby Parker sends you five try-on pairs of glasses. <laughs> Maybe those are the ones. Yeah, those are the ones. This episode is brought to you by Warby Parker. Head it's over not. there and enter coupon code no scripts at all for ten percent off. I wish. Your first frames. I got some Warby Parker. We have a Warby Parker store here in Austin, like by my house. Yeah. They're amazing. Wanted, yeah, they're very fun. We also have an Amazon like brick and mortar bookstore, which is the craziest fucking thing I've seen in my life. Yeah, I know. Um, I walked into Warby Parker. I got some pair of glasses, walked outside, fell on the floor and broke. Oh, my God. This was like a few years ago. Yeah. Oh, and I just man. walked back in and they were like, oh, we'll get you some new ones. Oh, like, that's oh, so God. rough. I did that with yeah. um, I did that at Sunglass Hut with some Ray-Bans and they did not Damn. Yeah, Sungla- Sunglass Hut is chaotic evil. I don't care what kind of like glasses you get from Sunglass yeah. Hut. They are they are chaotic evil. They're on that spectrum. Yeah. Or chaotic neutral, I guess. Fuck Sunglass Hut. Fucking Sunglass Hut. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, so Yudai walks in there wearing tinted sunglasses. He's got a hoodie. He's like, hey, do you have any job openings? The guy's like, yeah, sure do. Let's sit down and uh, do an interview on the spot. Uh, and they do that. But guess what? Shion is there at the table oh my God. for the interview also staring what at you the whole time <laughs> what the shit it is so bizarre i love i've never seen this yeah it's real weird it's like it's like shion's like his dad yeah and it's like you is 15 instead of whatever age he is 19 19 18 i don't know i think he's 19 yeah uh, i've never that's like a that's like a on the spot no yeah right it's like right you bring a camera crew and another person to this interview i'm gonna say no yeah so uh during this interview yudai says uh he's interested in learning to make italian food uh he made pasta at his last job he has some experience with pizza dough very exciting uh, and the owner's like, that's all great, but usually when we hire people, they just do dishes. <laughs> uh, and he's like, but since you, you have... You ex- start from the bottom, yeah. yeah. And he's like, but, you know, since you have experience working and cooking, you can slowly work towards that as well. And by that, he means you're going to do dishes like everyone else, and eventually you might end up cooking like everyone else. You're going to do the same thing that everyone else does. Doesn't matter if you have experience. Yeah, um, it doesn't matter if you have your, your tall half... Japanese father mm-hmm. and a camera crew with me with you with you yeah 
You got to start from the bottom. Yeah. You got to peel bananas before you can dip them oh in chocolate. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So they head to another restaurant after that. And I think you guys like rocking this high of like, oh, yeah, I just had an interview. It seems to have gone OK. I get to wash dishes. Uh, and he walks in. And the first thing that happens is this guy is like, uh, did you bring your resume? <laughs> you guys like, nah. <laughs> what the fuck and then he leaves <laughs> that's that's basically he's it. like well okay well bring your resume yeah he's like yeah okay bring it back here's my contact info we'll do like a real interview that man is wearing silver oakley prescription glasses really yeah the owner of that restaurant oh my god yeah okay that's a power move though yeah you own a restaurant it's like kind yeah. of it's kind of it looks kind of fancy too. It looks a little bit like modern the area. Yeah, like some some kind of fusion thing. Yeah, yeah. It's weird, but the sil- the silver Oakleys do make sense in that context to yeah, me. Yeah, that for does some make reason. sense. Kind of like um, like I could see like Hideo Kojima wearing them and like yeah, the same. Vibe, okay, yeah, you know? I can see that. Hideo Kojima's though would be like transition lenses, I think. Yeah, because he don't he, he doesn't know what he's gonna do. Right, inside, outside, sunlight, indoors. Who knows? Who knows? I have to always be ready. I'm Hideo Kojima. I'm Anything's Hideo Kojima. possible. So someone birthed I, a man birthed the whale. I don't know. Mm-hmm. No one knows. I don't even know. Play the game. Play the Fuck, game. Play the game. Fuck Konami. Hideo Kojima. <laughs> <laughs> so after this, uh, Sean and Yudai, they they it looks like they go get like some kind of sandwich thing and they hang out on like a deck as the sun is going down. It's actually a very nice deck. It's really it's, like, cute. Yeah. I think it's like around some shops in the area. Um. So Sean asks Yudai what is up with the Ami date because Yudai tried asking Ami out recently and Yudai's like, oh, I have a plan. I don't know if I'm going to go through with it. He says, quote, she feels out of reach. I don't know how to interact with her. Uh, and Sean is like, yo, just like you got to be really super clear when you ask her out, like because she didn't think it was a date last time you did that, which whatever. Yeah. So that's what happens. Anyway, uh, it's interesting. Like all of these scenes are just cuts between Xion and Yudai hanging out. So like yeah. we cut again to the two of them hanging out again. Uh, but this time with Ami in the TV room, Xion basically brings up his like modeling conversation with Ami that they had in the last episode, just talking about how uh, like, oh, she kind of wants to do it, but she's like not really sure. She hasn't really committed to job hunting and she hasn't really committed to modeling yet. She, quote, doesn't have a clear plan. And Yudai kind of gets into, like, I'm Yudai and I'm flirting with Ami mode, which I don't know if we've, like, really talked in specifics about it. But it's interesting because Yudai fluctuates between being a kid when it is helpful for him to be a kid, you know, when he wants people to kind of, like, feel bad for him um, and, and when he wants to feel bad for himself also. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then also this, like, hyper cocky, like, asshole who like flexes and shit yeah yeah like it's really weird those are like his his two sides uh and and he jumps over to the to the like asshole side kind of uh so he always when he's on in this side it almost feels like two-faced or something like when he's on this side he he has this big smile on his face like everything he says like he says with this big smile like he's saying the funniest shit of all time um but anyways like so what is your goal i don't really understand what you're trying to do uh and shion is like why don't you tell him like tell him what your plan is uh and ami says i'm going to cry and then yudai looks to shion and says i really don't know anything about ami <laughs> and ami starts crying but she says yeah. cool, i'm just laughing no you're crying and shion is like i think it's fine to worry about you know your situation 
And Ami's like, I don't know what to do. And Yudai is like, yeah, it's it's a lot of pressure. Uh, don't, don't you think? Don't and then Xion so? gets up and leaves. And then Ami leaves. And then Yudai, who had this big smile, fades away. Um, and uh, he kind of like reconciles with the fact that he kind of fucked up here because he made Ami God. cry. I want to ask you. Uh, so we cut to the intro and the intro happens. Yeah. And, and we all press the skip intro button. Yeah, we, we don't like it. This scene is kind of the pivotal moment. I think for this entire episode, not even I think it is. I mean, it's they frame the entire episode around this scene. Do you think that Yudai fucked up here? I think she was already telling them that she was overwhelmed with the conversation and they kept going. Mm -hmm. So in that sense, I think he did fuck up for not like both of them. I think fucked up for like not realizing that and pushing back. Yeah, I think that's what happened. I feel really bad for her for she seems like one of the kind of person like the kind of people that like when she gets frustrated she cries or like when she gets mad she cries. Yeah. Which is like same. I also do that. Mm -hmm. And she felt very I think it I think something very similar to this had already happened where like she probably felt ganged up on. Mm. And I think that's I think that's where the wrong came from. What do you think? I am really of two minds because I, on one hand, I, I'm with you like she I mean, I've never, ever heard someone say I'm going to cry with a smile on their face, like looking completely yeah. normal. And then like next moment they're crying, like after someone says something else. But that also means like she laid out in front of them the clearest sign that they should stop that line of questioning. You know what I mean? Like if someone says to you, I'm going to cry. The, the unsaid part of that sentence being, if we keep talking about this, like, you stop talking about it. Yeah, exactly. Um, that said, like, Yudai did not have all the information. No, he didn't. Xion did have all the information. And th this is kind of my issue. Yeah. That's why I think both of them fucked up. Yeah. And, and all of the blame kind of gets laid at Yudai's feet in this episode but i really think like yudai starts with the whole like what's your goal i don't know what you're trying to do like are you modeling are you working like are you looking for a job what's going on and and he starts doing all this and like Xion eggs or eggs her on kind of as well yeah. by saying like why don't you t why don't you just tell him just tell him what your plan is knowing full well that she doesn't have one because that was the conversation you just had that's what they just talked about like a while ago yeah like to me Xion is more in the wrong than yudai is yeah because yudai didn't know any of it that said like the way he says things is often problematic and it's it's good that he recognized that he fucked up here you know because like if you make someone cry with your words like you did something wrong regardless yeah, of if cool you knew thing. about it or not yeah yeah exactly i i just think it's weird to me that Xion kind of skates by unpersecuted yeah yeah in in this whole thing i think this is adding to when i first watched it i didn't really realize that um Xion was so in the wrong yeah me either but like yeah but like now understanding that like yeah he 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 knew that she was sent like this is a sensitive topic and he just kept kind of pressing it yeah he might have probably known that he would that like yudai would be the one who would be looked at incorrectly yeah um and again i just i don't know if i trust this man no me either on okay i'll say this much i didn't even think about the xion being in the wrong thing until i started talking like a minute ago <laughs> yeah no i mean i didn't even think about that but like as i'm looking at because I, it was so smooth yeah as i'm looking at our notes it's like he very clearly egged, egged you dion i don't know i think xion kind of deserves some of the blame um, I think Yudai fucked up, but not as bad as he thinks he did and not as bad as everyone no. on the internet seems to think he did. Yes. Yudai's going to fuck up a lot in part yeah. one of this show. This is not one of the moments for me where I'm like, 
I hate this kid. No, but he like he by the end of it, too, he understood that he fucked up. Yes. Which I think is also a very important thing to consider. Yeah. I'm going to save my rage toward you die for uh, later in the episode. For later. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, so we skip intro and then we come back. Ami, Shion and Mizuki are in the dining room. Uh, this is like it seems to be directly afterwards. So Mizuki is like, "Why are you? Why did you just cry? Why are you crying? Why? Why are you crying?" Uh, and Ami says, "Quote: It's something I was worried about, and he grilled me on it. My goals are big, but I haven't been job hunting, and I don't have a clear path to modeling either." Yeah, she's she. It's a sensitive topic. She's she feels like useless. Yeah, it's a thing that happens. Yeah. And Mizuki says, "Nobody can do that, but you. You can't just worry about it and let it end there. You need to like actually." go and do something you have to go do the work to make these things happen like you can't yeah. you can't blame Yudai for asking you what you're doing if you say that you're doing something and you don't i get yeah which i also get yeah mizuki has like a very it's interesting mizuki has a very like very uh it seems like she has a very strong work ethic and we don't see that as much in yeah. these episodes you know we have like the one scene where like you can see her writing a blog post um and like mentioning that she wants to start a lingerie brand but like you can tell that behind the scenes she's doing a shitload of work and like maybe that's why we don't see it because it doesn't make for like great tv when she's just like on her she's laptop. just doing the hustle yeah yeah she's not building like a, a pop-up shop Right, exactly. She's doing some like online marketing stuff. Yeah, but like these kinds of instances where she has this kind of mentality and kind of spreads it around the house, like those are the moments where you kind of learn a lot about Mizuki because you don't learn a lot better besides these scenes. Anyway, so Mizuki is like, so how did Yudai push you to the point of crying? And Ami and Shion, it seems like Mizuki is like trying to maybe get fired up at Yudai in this situation. It seems like she's looking for a reason to be angry with him. Um, yeah. You can kind of tell the way she talks about Yudai that she does not yeah. like him very much and she's just looking yeah. for like any excuse to shit on him. I think it's because like he, the, he has no work ethic. So like, yeah. So her being someone who like works so hard for the stuff that she wants to do. Yeah. Seeing someone just kind of skate by and use like other people's stuff for his advantage, like probably pisses the shit out of her. Yeah, definitely. I've been there, honey. <laughs> Yeah. So, so is she? She asks. Um, she asks, like, okay, how how did this happen? And Ami and Shion both kind of come to his defense. They're both just like he didn't intend to be cruel by asking. Like he just he just didn't know. And at this point, uh, Shion gets up and leaves, which just leaves the two of them together. And Ami says, "Yudai always takes digs at me." And Mizuki says, "He probably thinks that you're taking them as jokes. You should tell him if he upsets you." Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, he shouldn't be doing them to begin with, but you also shouldn't be, like, taking them. Mm -hmm. Defend yourself, girl. Yeah, I agree with that. I I wonder if she is referring to the scene that we just watched being a dig at her. Mm. Yeah, I think I, I really think that she just might be feeling very overwhelmed right now. Yeah. With like the fact that like, oh, now she realizes that, oh, she's she's jo- she should be job hunting, but she's not because she wants to be a model. And she found she probably like feels like, oh, I found out about this way too late because I already went to college and stuff. And like mm. modeling is kind of like a time sensitive thing as well. So I'm sure she's feeling very, very overwhelmed. But at the same time, she she should work past the, that feeling and just take advantage of what she actually has. Yeah, I am with you now. Okay, here here's the thing that you just opened my brain to is <laughs> is the fact that we are not seeing all of her conversations that she's having about it. First of all, yeah. which is always important to keep in mind. Um and and number two, like she's not going to say outright all of these things, right? Just because she said she wants to be model doesn't mean 
that she's not having this like existential crisis like you said about the fact that she's three years into four years of college and is like just realizing now that like maybe she doesn't want to be an economics major but she wants to model instead like that's that's like a big thing to grapple with and that's my bad for not thinking about that side of things yeah yeah i don't know i think a lot of it is just in her mind and it's very hard to show it in a reality show yeah totally and so it's a really it's also a really personal thing and so like i don't blame her for crying no, no, no. But I don't blame Yudai for like, I don't think Yudai was the reason she cried. Yeah. Like at the end of the day. Wow. I think it's a much more internal thing. Anyway. You're like, I, li- I like that you're, you're on a mission to like answer the title of the episode. It's like- <laughs> I didn't even realize that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't think that's the reason she cried. Yeah. I think she cried because of her. She was the reason I, she cried. I can't do um, the Law and Order noise. With my mouth. Yeah, but like that's I wanted I wanted to hear it there. Um Yeah. Yeah. Um so Oh yeah, after that we cut to the panel. Not much happens in the panel except Tokui does this impression of Yudai when he realizes that he fucked up, which is I think like one of my favorite things yeah. that Tokui's ever done. Where he just has like these wide eyes that look like they're about to start crying and a smile, like a very like slight <laughs> smile. What a good man. He just kind of looks around. It's very good. So back in the show, Yudai walks into the boys room and Taka's there and he kind of wants to talk to Taka about like this whole situation. Um, And he says, quote, I had no idea she was so worried about modeling. She said it was her goal. So I thought she had a reason behind it, which I think is like a pretty solid line of reasoning, right? Because you don't have all the information. So, yeah. Yeah. Shion brings up in this conversation like, oh, yeah, uh, Ami brought up that she wants to start modeling, which is a thing that nobody in the house knew about until she brought it up. Yeah. Which is important to note. Uh, so Yudai, I think, was just like wondering what her reasoning behind it was. Uh, and Taka kind of talks about how when he was younger um, or like when he was like Ami's age, he was snowboarding where he had no desire to be a pro snowboarder. Like that was mm-hmm. not his goal yet. And and he kind of talks about how like it's amazing at this point that Ami even has like an inkling that she wants that she has like these larger dreams that she wants to tackle down. Um, because like I, I, as a professional snowboarder at 31 years old, did not at 21 have that desire yet. Um, so that's like pretty cool. Uh, and Yudai says it's her third year in university, but she isn't modeling. I'm just worried about her. Yeah. And then we cut to the girl's room. This is, this is my favorite moment of shade. Uh, Mizuki asks Tsubasa what she was up to in the morning and Tsubasa's like, oh, I played catch with Taka. Uh, it was really fun. And Ami goes, you didn't hear it. It was loud. <laughs> Which works on so many great levels. Honey. Um, yeah, it, it's it's good. It's like the, there's the jealousy angle. There's the uh, I'm annoyed because it's loud and it's waking me up in the morning angle. Uh, just a lot of good shit. Anyway, Yudai yeah. comes upstairs and walks into the room and he's like, quote, I did something bad and I came to apologize. Uh, he He's like, hey, you said you wanted to model, but you weren't job hunting and I was worried about you. What I don't like about his apology is that he just kind of hammers home all of the things that made her cry again. He's like, yeah, it's not really an apology if he needs to like refer to everything. Yeah. Well, also like the the reason she cried is that she got overwhelmed with all of the things that she has to do and is not doing. And then yeah. for you to come in in his apology and be like, here's all the things that you have to do that you're not doing. I'm sorry. I'm like, sorry. <laughs> it's like, OK, <laughs> fuck you. If she had just started crying again during that apology, I would have not been surprised. Yeah, me neither. I would have started crying, too. I am crying right now. Yeah, me too. Anyway, he apologized. And Mizuki is like, it's fine that you ask 
because you care, uh, but you didn't word it correctly. And she she gives an example, quote, I don't know what you're doing. Are you really trying to be a chef? And it's like, (laughs) you wouldn't like it if someone said that to you, right? (laughs) (laughs) This is so good. It's amazing. It's uh, go Mizuki. Mizuki's really fun. Mizuki's Mizuki's really good. I like her a lot. So anyway, that's where that scene ends. Uh, Yudai gets up and he's like, I was really nervous about this and I'm glad that this went okay. And uh, uh, he's like, I cool. See ya. And then leaves. Yeah. All right. Uh, sorry. Bye. Uh, in the next scene, we have a brief glimpse of Xion. He has a photo shoot for Axe Body Spray. Yeah. Xion's abs. Yeah. Yeah. Xion's abs. Xion's abs for Axe. Shibuya Xion's abs for Axe. <laughs> Xion Shibuya abs for Axe. Xion Shibuya shabs for shacks. Shab for shacks. Xion Shoddy spray. Shoddy. Shoddy spray backs. Having a strong called the bambulance. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, that was good. That was good humor. Anyway, we cut to the kitchen, uh, and Sean and Yudai and Mizuki are there. Sorry, Sean and Yudai and Subasa are there, mm-hmm. and uh, Sean is up at the Oof. is up at the sink doing the dishes, and says, "Yudai, if you're the last one to eat, you have to do the dishes." And Subasa goes, looks at Yudai, and is like, "Dad is mad at you." Uh, <laughs> And Sean is like, well, you should do it before Mizuki gets mad. And Tsubasa is like, oh, does Mizuki get upset about this? And uh, Shion goes, uh, Yudai gets in trouble with Mizuki and me all the time, which is good. It's so good. They're his parents. Mom and, Mom and dad are just very disappointed in yeah. you. Yudai gets up and he tries to make excuses about not doing the dishes. Like, dude, do the fucking dishes, dude. Just, just do the fucking dishes, dishes dude. Just this is dishes. like a, yeah. What are you doing? You live in a house with five other people. Just do the dishes. Just do the fucking dishes, please. Especially considering that's like your job at the restaurant is to do dishes. Exactly. You Maybe should he's be like, fucking oh, great at it. I go home and I work. I go to work <laughs> and then I come back and I keep doing my work. This is bullshit. <laughs> Never take your homework with you. What? Yeah. Wait. Yes. <laughs> Never take your home to work with you. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Don't do that. The opposite as well. Don't do it. Anyway, uh, they all sit down and uh, Sean looks over to Subasa and is like, hey, what are you doing uh, on Monday? And Subasa is like, oh, I'm not doing anything. And then he says, uh, do you want to go check out that hot spring? Uh, the foot bath at the hot spring specifically. And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that sounds good. And Yudai goes, you're going to a hot spring? And Sean's like, no, I'm not asking her to go to a co-ed hot spring. And Yudai is like, why are you not going to a co-ed bath together? <laughs> what a pervert. And then Sean shoots this look over to Subasa, which is honestly very funny. Uh, and then apologizes for Yudai because Yudai yeah. is an idiot. Basically. And then makes oh. it about himself. Because because now that this date is done, now now that this date is all set in stone, uh, they can't sit with the cute moment that they had. Yudai is like, we're going to the outlets tomorrow and I'm going to ask Ami out and like, let's figure out how this is going to happen. Uh, and Tsubasa is like, oh, who's going to uh, who's going to the outlets? And uh, Xian refers to them as the four loiterers. <laughs> which is really love. funny. Yeah, because uh, who is it? It's Taka and Tsubasa are out all the time. Yeah. Uh, which leaves the other four who like have very on and off jobs like Mizuki works from home. Ami, I think only goes to school two days a week or something at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Yudai does nothing. And Xian only has to go to photo shoots every once in a while. So it's the floor, the four loiterers, the yeah. four loiterers of the apocalypse. Anyway, I like, I like that very quick moment before Yudai fucks it up. Uh, yeah, it was cute. Yes. I'm excited about their date. Me too. I like their date a lot. Yeah. After that, Yudai bikes over to, uh, the second restaurant that he went to uh, earlier in the trip, he nooms over uh, to the Silver Oakley Glasses Man's restaurant. 
And this is a very interesting interview. It is a thing. Yeah. First question. Do you have your resume? Udai pulls it out of his backpack. He does have his resume, but he doesn't have the photo for his resume. No. Which is not a great look. Japanese resume. I had to put I had to put together a Japanese resume recently. Japanese resumes are like applying for a house loan. Mm. You have to like take a photo of yourself. You have to put in all your like medical shit. It's like so weird. Oh, I didn't know about the medical part. Yeah, there's like there's like yeah, depends on the job, but you have to put like medical stuff down there, which is really weird. I that don't is know. that is really weird. Yeah, um anyway. yeah, the photo thing I think is not a very at least in the US is not a very popular thing, but I know in Japan you have to have no. the photo there. I wonder it's it is interesting. I I imagine you probably don't need it as much in a place like Kurizawa where people are like, I don't know, there aren't that many people compared yeah. to like a Shibuya, for example, where you might have 50 people apply for a job for like, like the same job, yeah. Makes sense to need a photo. Anyway, but still, it's it's something they ask you to do. Yes, if it's a thing that's expected of you and also Yudai used to live in Tokyo, so like he should know that because he had Yeah. He tells us that he had three jobs simultaneously in Tokyo. He should know because that means he applied to three jobs in the past and i'm sure they all asked for photos on yep. the resume anyway anyway so that's that's how the first question goes the second question is is there any particular reason you applied to this restaurant and yudai says this is very close to the house you're not wrong not incorrect not a great reason to apply for a not job. a great reason not your top reason yeah not not the. you should have led with yeah. the food is good uh-huh reason right so he he flips this he tries to flip this around uh, and he basically talks about how he needed, he doesn't have a driver's license, so he can't drive. So he needs to find a place that he can bike to. And he was going around looking at all the different restaurants within biking distance, quote, saw your wonderful menu. And I wanted to learn how to cook a menu like that. Now that is a great That's reason. That's a good answer. That is a good answer. Starting you that led sentence. With that, not, the yeah. conven- not the convenient part. Yes, exactly. You don't lead with that. You don't lead with that. If you have to put it in, then do it. Uh, but that's as much as we see of the interview. Uh, the immediate next thing we see is uh, the four loiterers in the car on their way to the outlets. Uh, and the first thing they say is, hey, when are you going to find out about that interview? Nudai says, I don't know. It's going to take a few days. They're all just like, that's freaky. That's like a scary situation to be in where you just like don't know for, quote, a couple days, uh, which true. Yeah, it sucks. Um, and Sean is like, OK, so you don't have a job right now you haven't had a job in a while what is your shopping budget and uh he says maybe two thousand yen um which is like 20 bucks yeah it's like 18 or 19 dollars or something it's like yeah it's not that much money uh when you're going to like premium fashion outlets yeah where you're going to like the place that has a puma and adidas store right the, f- the fucking gucci store there like yeah uh and then he goes but that's okay because i have a credit card and ami mm-hmm. is like whose is it because she immediately is like, it's not yours, clearly. Uh, and yeah. he says, it's my dad's. Oh. So let's bring this around to the last episode when we learned a lot about Yudai, about how he stole his dad's credit card and then used it and was like, I want to be better than that. Well, I mean, you, you seems like you're the same as that right now. It has been one week and he is already back to his old tricks. It's been it's one been. week since my credit card. It's not even mine. It's my dad's credit card. <laughs> That's a that's a good version of that song. Thank you. Yeah, that's that's all I got. Um, this is the moment where I'm like, "Fuck this kid." Yeah, I this I is hate the this moment. So yeah, much. this is when this is when you were allowed to be angry at him, not the earlier moment. Yes, I I was upset about this in the last episode, and I'm upset about this again. I it's, your poor dad's credit limit. Your poor dad's credit score. <laughs> yes, I honestly feel like he is my son, and I'm disappointed in him. Like I'm not even <laughs> like I literally almost just said out loud, "I'm not even angry. I'm just disappointed." 
It's a good, yeah. At a, at a person who is on a reality TV show, that is how I feel. Yeah. It's not a good look. I don't know what to do. I, when, I don't know. When I was that age, I lived uh, with a band and I ate ramen once a day because that was all the food that I could afford. Yeah. And to, ju- like, to just steal your dad's credit card and just go use it and be like, well, I have $18. Let's go to the Gucci store. I want sunglasses. That's fucking bad, get... dude. No. You can't even get like $18 sunglasses at Oakley. Right. <laughs> like, go to the Sunglass Hut. They don't even have $20 sunglasses there, I think. No, they don't. Sunglass Hut's expensive as hell. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, this is the part where I was like, all right, well, this 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 show is the Udai show and it sucks. Yeah. This this yeah. really is kind of the episode where it becomes the Udai show, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. This is like yeah. everything kind of starts to gravitate towards him. And I think for the next couple episodes, it is just like you die, you die, you die, except for a couple brief couple moments, oasis of, yeah. moments that we get. Yeah. So anyway, they, they get there and uh, Shion asks, should we shop together? And then looks directly at you die because he knows that you die wants to ask Amy out or Amy uh, ask Ami out uh, while they're there. Uh, so he looks directly at him and goes, or should we shop separately? Uh, and Yudai does not understand and says, I want to get Gucci sunglasses and then leaves with Xi'an to go get Gucci sunglasses because he doesn't understand the moment. So anyway, $20. Yeah. Uh, we cut to, it seems like later because the sun's gone down at this point or like mostly gone down. And Xi'an is like, hey, Mizuki, wasn't there a brand that you wanted to check out that you didn't check out yet? Um, and she says, oh, yeah, it was this one. And he's like, oh, I want to check it out, too. Let's go together. Uh, so the two of them leave, which leaves Ami and Yudai. The two of them sit down. Worth noting, doesn't look like Yudai bought anything, which is for the best. It's good. Yeah. Anyway, he's like, hey, I heard that you told Xion that you didn't think that we were supposed to go out on a date together. So I just want to be very clear this time. Like, let's go out. Just the two of us. He doesn't say that it's a date. I guess he does not use the word date, but he says, I just want to be clear that it's just the two of us. And Ami says, yes. And then they walk off together. Um, And that is as clear, I think, as you can get without saying the word date. Yeah, I could see in her eyes that she was like, oh, I can't use this excuse anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It. Yeah. So do you think that she's actually OK with this date or is it just like I'm, no. on, I'm on TV and fuck this kid? Yeah. But like, yes, let's do it anyway. I am. I would I'm with like. You. No, I could see, I could kind of see her, I, I, I kind of felt through the television pity for this <laughs> poor girl. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, I, just looking at all of the episodes that have led up to this one and the way that Yudai has acted throughout all of them, just with this, like, very undeserved confidence, um, him trying to be sarcastic and playful, but really just being mean, and then in the last episode, overstepping or sorry, in this episode, overstepping and making her cry. Like, those are all the recipe for... Ah, because he's a chef. Um, that is the recipe for not <laughs> having someone fall for you. Um, yeah. I, it it has to be like a, a TV, yes. Has to be. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, the date goes pretty much as good as, as we could expect it to as well, so... That is true. Spoiler. We'll get to it. Infinity War spoilers. It's bad. So we cut to the panel. Nothing happens in this panel except Tokui makes this really bad sexual assault yeah. joke that I really, 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 really hate. Um, yeah. And everyone else on the panel also hates it. And I'm amazed that they left it in the edit. 
And Me too. Just considering this is an international show. Yeah, I was very surprised. That being said, though, apparently net. I think Netflix is very chill about shit like that sometimes. Oh, because I just finished watching this new Japanese reality show called Real Love. Mm-hmm. It's a fun show. Very transphobic. Oh, <laughs> which is not a good look. No, it's like the 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 people on the show aren't transphobic. It's the hosts themselves. Ah, oh, what the fuck. Yeah, which was very upsetting, but well, it was only one host, really. Anyway. Yeah, not yeah. not a great look. Japan's also Japan's just very behind on a few woke stuff. Yeah, we're trying really hard, though. But yeah, yeah. Anyway, so we cut back to the show and Taka is waxing his snowboard because he's <laughs> going to go snowboarding the next day. And uh, he, Yudai walks out and Jean walks out and he offers to wax Yudai's snowboard as well. Uh, Ami shows up and just like kind of presses up against the window and like looks out at Taka waxing the snowboard and Sean's like, hey, you have an audience. And she just like kind of hangs there for like 30 to 40 seconds and doesn't say anything or do anything and then just turns around and leaves. I mean, I think she was just looking. Yeah. It was. I'm nosy. I'm watching the show. I'm nosy too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It It was an interesting moment. It was an interesting moment. It seems like the kind of thing that you would do if you were like enamored with someone. Um, in which yeah. case, I think Ami still with Taka, possibly. I think so. Yeah, I think she she's she's crushing on him. Yeah, exactly. So Yudai is like, "Hey, Taka, are you going snowboarding tomorrow?" And he's like, "Yep." It's like, you going by yourself? Yep. It's like, oh, okay, that's cool. Can I come? <laughs> and Taka's like, "Yeah, sure." He uses the word "sure," and uh, Yudai is like, "Thank you." And that is. <laughs> Thank you how that situation goes um no you can't just invite yourself to this shit it was it was so clear that taka just wanted to go by himself it's it's funny because he doesn't say it but you could just like tell that he really wanted to go by himself and he was dreading the idea that yudai was going to invite himself along and then of course it happens Um, yeah i mean taka i mean taka did just kind of like offer to like wax his board yeah that's true like out of nowhere that's true so i think he kind of dug that hole for himself. Yeah, agreed. But again, Taka should have been like, "Nah, this is really a solo thing," you know? Yeah, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be naked this run. So <laughs> it's me myself. I don't know if you want to see that. And I, not even bringing my clothes. No, me myself and I, no clothes allowed. No clothes, just right. No clothes, just right. That's what they say when you're snowboarding. Uh, we cut to the living room, and all the girls are there, and they're talking about Yudai asking Ami out. Ami goes. <laughs> is this a date? Uh, and Mizuki says, depends on how you see it. And then that's the end of the episode. Um, so just to jump back, Yudai did not specifically use the word date. And Ami's like, there it is. That's my ticket. Yeah, that's my ticket. Yeah, that's how I do it. That's my loophole. And that's, that's, our, that's our episode cliffhanger is Ami still using the same excuse to maybe think that it's There's, not a date. It's so good. Love it. I also like the idea of like, I, I don't know if this is like incorrect, but I thought like the depends on how you see it thing that mizuki said was like a dad like a like a dab at like a jab at um at yudai yeah totally because the way i saw it was like depends on how you see it you could be babysitting this kid (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah it feels that way it's it's very good i like Mizuki. this this is i think this is the episode where like i really like mizuki yeah this is a solid mizuki episode yeah um oh that's yeah that's it uh yeah that's it winners and losers i guess tokui loses because he said a terrible thing uh tokui loses because he sucks this episode yep. please please calm down uncle everyone else on the panel i think wins yamachan 
was Yamachan the one that did the the crying face, or was it Tokui? That was Tokui. Yeah, Tokui did the did a good thing and then did a bad thing. So there you go. Um, Yama is very upfront in this episode. We didn't talk about it, but Yama is very upfront in this episode about how he doesn't want this to be a very like wholesome and nice season. He's like, no, he's, he's like really he's worried here for the drama. Yeah, he, he's really worried because everyone is so nice to each other. <laughs> and like, it's it's very wholesome and everyone's like crying and opening themselves up and like yeah, opening stuff. doors and shit, you know, oh, you know, oh, yeah, opening new doors left and right. And Yama's like, yeah. no, 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 keep those doors fucking closed. Barricade no, no, them no. if you have to. <sighs> my god yama's uh, very good yama's yeah. becoming the new kentaro and i really enjoy it what's interesting is the new boy prince you can t- hasn't said anything well yeah and whenever he does say anything yama always shoots him a look where he's like yeah. you can tell that he's trying to be professional and trying to yes and this kid but also like it seems like he doesn't like him no it's interesting it doesn't seem that way I, i'm gonna keep i noticed it more this episode than uh than i had before and i'm gonna keep an eye out for it in the future yeah me too i never i never really realized it but like he doesn't really say anything he doesn't really yeah i think it's because it's the newcomer yeah he's a newcomer and like every yeah. almost everyone on that panel has like done a shitload of stuff outside of terrace house they're all like famous for doing specifically this kind of thing elsewhere so it's like it's hard to be the new person definitely it's really weird winners and losers okay, winners and losers Sean. Sean. i think Sean wins no no i was gonna say i think Sean wins because he he, he he was he took Yurai to his interviews. I was gonna say, okay, wait, let, but but that's a really big lose. What the fuck? I think Xion loses. He yeah, he wins on a very small scale because he asks Subasa out, and like that's nice. That's cute. But on the other hand, he is just as much at fault for making Ami cry as Yurai yeah, is. That did happen. Yes, he, he rolls up with Yurai to his interview and does not at any <laughs> point say yeah it does not at any point say maybe i shouldn't sit at the table with you during this interview but instead <laughs> sits there and stares at him the whole time <laughs> that's so bad i still can't get over like this tall man just came with me to my interview yeah i don't know it's very it's very goofy i'm gonna say he loses this he episode does lose. no he does lose just because those things are so ridiculous so out of out of whack um taka i think taka wins i also think taka wins yeah he taka didn't really do anything he gives bad. like fatherly advice to yudai yeah which like on one hand makes him a winner on the other hand it makes him a loser for like continuing to think he can change this kid um yeah and that'll only get worse as the episodes go on but you know oh he has God, that kind yes. of thing he's also going snowboarding so he's going to be an actual literal winner um yeah yeah so anyway talk doing okay uh you die i loses i think loses pretty hardcore in like almost every way imaginable in this yeah. episode he does not manage his relationships very well he uh, doesn't even do the dishes like this boy he won't even do the dishes the only saving grace is that he apologizes when he fucks up um yeah but i don't think he even apologized that well so right exactly yeah um let me just rephrase or let me just uh reiterate I do not think that he fucked up that bad. No. For this episode that's all about how Yudai fucked up. I do not think he fucked not up that there. bad. But everything else that happens in this episode is very poor. He did commit a crime. He did commit a crime. Again. <laughs> Credit card fraud. Yes. So. <laughs> and then admitted it on television in front of cameras. On international television. Mm-hmm. So. So police are coming I think he, at any moment. Police are, police are at his door right now. Police are on the way. Wee-oo, wee-oo. 
Okay. So those are the boys. Uh, girls, Mizuki, I think clear winner. Wins. Yeah. A big, big ol' winner. Mm-hmm. Um, big ol' salty winner. I like her. Yeah, great shade being thrown. Uh, my favorite moment of the entire episode is when she's like, you wouldn't like it if someone said, are you really trying to be a chef, right? Like, that is so funny to me. That's so fucked up. And you can see, like, the fucking, <laughs> the brightness in, like, Yudai's eyes just, like, go out when he's like, oh, no. Yeah. Uh, I'm never going to be a chef. <laughs> um, anyway, Mizuki's a winner. Uh, yeah. Subasa also a winner. Almost nothing it's happens this episode except she gets asked out on a date and says yes, and then also she plays, plays catch. catch. Yeah, yeah. She has really good form. She's a winner. Yeah, she has a she has a good episode. She's maybe the only person yeah. that has like very like a very good episode, right? I know because like even yeah. Mizuki, although nothing bad happens to her, she does get dragged into needing to comment on all of this like Yudai and Ami stuff. She does, but I also think Mizuki seems like the one person in this house who just loves drama. So loves drama, loves. To hate you die. Yeah. And that leaves Ami. Mm. I think for all purposes in this episode, I think Ami wins. Explain. Because. Because. She did tell them that she was going to cry. <laughs> she did cry. That is true. She did warn them. Mm-hmm. And while at the end of it, I think her frustrations were directed towards you die more than they should have been. She was kind of open to the fact that, like, yeah, I know that I have a lot of things to still work on. Yes. And I understand that that's why I'm crying and I'm just overwhelmed. And, like, I don't I don't fault her for being overwhelmed and crying because of that. I agree with all of that. Yeah. And that's it. What are your thoughts? No, that's, that's it. Yeah. I, you think she's a winner? I do. Okay, good. I okay. do. Yeah, that's everyone, right? Yeah, that's everyone. Did leave anyone yeah. out? No. Uh, Oakley, Silver Oakley Man. Is chasing his truth, so I guess he's a winner. I think he wins just because we compared him to Hideo Kojima. Yeah, that's true. What if it is Hideo Kojima? Like, I would eat at a Hideo Kojima restaurant. Are you fucking kidding me? Me too. Me too. That'd be such a weird. I would love to sit down for an eleven course (laughs) meal and walk out, be like, I don't even know what the fuck I just ate. I've been to restaurants like that where I'm like, I don't, this was deep fried something. I have no idea what it was though. I paid $60 for this meal and I have no idea what happened. I'm full though. During the whole thing, but, I, but I'm full and I can't stop talking about it. Yeah, it's real good. <laughs> I, I wonder what he's working on next. <laughs> Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, it's very good. Anyway. This episode was good. That's the end of the episode. Um, the episode. I guess, I guess we'll do all the, all the normal stuff, right? Yes. Yes, sir. Uh, hey, if you like the show. Uh, head over to iTunes. Give us a rating, a five star one would be very nice if you're if you're feeling generous. Uh, we are on Twitter at no script at all. It's a good Twitter account. We are on Facebook. You can head over to Facebook and type in no script at all, and you'll find a closed group. All you have to do is write the words Terrace House into the box that shows up when you try and get in, and then you will get in. Uh, thank you to Ryan Mitchell Gray for the song Young, which we're using as our theme song. It's off the album Na Plus Ultra. He just released a new song the other day. I don't know what it's called, but it's out there. Uh-huh. There it is. It's very good. There it is. And is that it? Wow, that is it. That was fast. Yeah, I think so. Oh, we're on uh, Anchor. If you go to anchor.fm slash NSAA, yes. you can leave us voice messages. And Have we gotten any voice messages yet? I don't think so. Come on, y'all. 
Um, and that's it. My name is Brendan Bigley. You can find me on the internet at Brendan Bigley. My name is Andrew Caprendi. You can find me on the internet at Irie Smile. Aloha. Aloha. Get right. Get right. Aloha. Get right. Never be the show again.